just a whisper something. Let's go. Can't wait. Yes, sir. In sync in the building. India. You should have let, <laughs> let that play a little bit longer. I feel like you look like you JC Shazan. You look like his name JC Shazan. I didn't even give get the bye bye bye. Well, you better hello, hello, hello. <laughs> we got a podcast. Why to would do. you end it that fast? I mean, I at least had the bye bye bye. Well, hello, 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 and hello and welcome to you guys as always. <laughs> this week is an amazing week, and here we go. We are back. Welcome, everybody. This is she, I cut you, and I. I am your host, B-Love, and I always have my very special host with me. India Marie. Ooh, India Marie and B-Love, the husband and wife duo you didn't know you need, but you got us, and we are here to stay. Can I hit my horn? I hope I can. Mm, Sometimes the best thing to happen <laughs> on a on a Tuesday since Monday. So we're back and we appreciate each and everybody that joins on IG Live. We appreciate y'all. Hey, I was nervous. Let me tell y'all a quick story before we get started. I was nervous tonight because I was in the middle of watching Teddy Riley versus Babyface on the IG Live. And I was so disappointed that their sound wouldn't work. I feel like my childhood got stripped from me. I was disappointed that I couldn't enjoy everything that I wanted to enjoy during that time. So, Are they going to do it again? Probably not. It's only a one shot. I mean, why would you do it again? You play all your best music up front. So um, I would like to say that if our sound... Starts to sound like that. Let us know, man. Let me know because cut it off. We'll, I'm stopping. We'll I'm stopping. We got to regroup <laughs> and figure it out. I was really disappointed because I wanted to hear Groove Me in full effect. I wanted to hear the show in full effect. Babyface sound was good, but Teddy Riley sound sounded like it was five people yelling at him at one time. <laughs> And mind you, well, they had I mean, 35 yeah, people in the room well, with them too, though. But y'all tend to forget that these men are a lot older. <laughs> Whitney just they said. They are a lot older. Hey, Babyface was getting so frustrated. He was like, why did I agree to do this damn shit? I am too old to be out here. This is a young man's sport. I agree with Babyface. I was getting frustrated. And I'm 26. I know he was upset. He's losing days off. He just got done with coronavirus. He did. See? That's right. Kale's got it right. <laughs> Teddy Riley tried to have a whole production crew and all this set up, but all he had to do was have one person, a speaker, and a goddamn uh, 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 turntable, and it would have sounded good. But he wanted to do too well, much. He was trying to make it seem like he still had it. He does. And like I said, they are older men. Anyway, and they don't be on the gram like that. No, nah, hey, listen, <laughs> and I'm going to keep it real. Teddy was going to win. I'm a Teddy Riley fan, huge Teddy Riley fan. I'm a New Jack Swing connoisseur. Um, so I think he was about to sweep it. But boy, yeah, that mic did mess him up, me. I'm talking about it was like, ah, it was bad. <laughs> Sound like he was eating the microphone. I didn't stop. Just move the mic out of the way. I need my mic. Move the mic out of the way. But India. Yes. Let's talk about this, man. Go ahead and tell the people how your week was. Tell the people what you watched. Tell the people what you did this week. How 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 are you, love? So, I'm about to go in on you real quick. Mm. 
The week was fine. You know, I mean, it, it was another quarantine week in the books. You know, at this point, we're just checking off days. <laughs> but. You need to celebrate Friday. yourself. Yeah, man, what's going on? You so close. Come on, man. Give it up for you one time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, man, and thank y'all for purchasing whoever um, um, got India's stuff, man. She's been doing a hell of a job, man. She's really been oh, selling Lord, these clothes. I got to watch my mouth because my mom on here. Oh, that's all right. Anyway. What's up, Blake? She's really been doing a hell of a job selling these clothes, and I want to give you all the praise and all the glory. Thank hey, you. Jesus. I want to give y'all it up for you. Y'all see he's giving me all the praise before I go in on him. <laughs> He's trying to sweeten the load. He's trying to sweeten it up. I do appreciate that. Okay. However, the week was fine. Thursday come. And he's like, we're going to do a little date night Mm, tomorrow. Big facts. facts. I did say that. So I'm like, okay. Date night? What what you got planned? And he was like, well, we're going to cook. Big facts. Some food. Come we're, on. We're going to look at Dave Ramsey YouTube channel. We're not gonna Dave cook. Ramsey. But, but, so come on. Where, where's the button at? I don't even like Dave Ramsey. I mean, not Dave Ramsey. Sorry. Gordon Ramsey. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not a fan. Ramsey. I'm not a fan of Dave Ramsey. If Gordon that's, Ramsey. If that's y'all guy, that's y'all guy. So we're going to look at Gordon Ramsey on YouTube. We're going to cook a meal. And then we'll probably play some games. Dave Ramsey. And then. Sure. Not over here. We're going to watch Bad Boys 3. So I was like, okay, great. Looking forward to it. If you tell me you're planning a date, I don't. I shouldn't have to do anything, right? No, because right the on. day was your idea. The day was my idea. I had it planned in my head. Sometimes so, you know how you you plan stuff in your head, and then when it comes to play out, it messes up. So you did not put any effort into trying to get the groceries to cook. So I figured since the day was your idea. <laughs> I wasn't going to go buy the groceries and find the groceries for the meal that you had planned for us to cook. So, (laughs) I end up going to buy food last night. That was a whole big That was a big ordeal. Mess. Now, let me stop. Can I stop you real fast? Now, in the midst of this, I told Indy that we were doing this. I like, man, we finna cook. Shit, we gonna watch Bad Boys 3. I'm gonna set it off. I might even, you know, give me a little of that thing. You know what I mean? Sorry, Miss Blake. You know, I I got a baby in the back right now. But I was ready to, you know, penetrate to stimulate. But anyway... But anyway, I digress. So what I was trying to do is set the mood. I was trying to set the tone because like we talked about last week, sometimes foreplay starts much sooner than the actual physical barrier. Sometimes you got to warm the engine up before. So I I was going to cook. Had my had my YouTube video ready, had my ingredients ready, wrote everything down, had it ready to go. He but then ready. all of a sudden, I got tired. <laughs> I played two games of Monopoly. And I'm like, man, damn, this, I'm tired. So I sat down in that chair. Uh, and I, Andy looked at me and said, I think I really want a, tur- a veggie burger because I'm tired of eating meat. The thing about it is, when you introduce <laughs> your wife, girlfriend at the time to your best friend, she then, you know, wants to start picking up traits. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. No. So now she wants no, to become a vegetarian. It has nothing to do so with let me, let me No, you don't get to get done. This is my story. This is my story. I'm Go telling ahead. the story. You don't but get I'm to tell the story. To, trying to start the engine, too. I want to warm you up before, girl. No. So, anyways. Go ahead. Speak on it. We're talking about what we're going to eat. Yes, I did say that I wanted a veggie burger because I feel like my body is telling me that 
I may sound crazy, but I do feel like my body is telling me that I need to cut some stuff out of my diet. And I think I need to start with meat. A lot of times meat causes inflammation. I have a huge inflammation problem right now going on between my neck and my shoulder. That booty right? needs to get inflated. I'm about to give you some butt shots. Can't take nothing serious. Anyways, <laughs> so I go, I'm like, well, fine. I'm just going to go to Burger Up because I like their veggie burgers anyway. I don't so even like Burger we go to Up. Veggie I did that for we her. We go there. And it is a being a shit show Bingo. at Burger Up. Bingo. I ordered online. The food was supposed to be ready at 640. Yeah, yeah. I get there at 650. Yeah, yeah. And I kid you not, those people in 12 South do not give a damn about social distancing out there. See what I'm it saying? was probably 40 people waiting outside of Burger Up on their food. With I mean, waiting for their food. There was no organization, no nothing. Nuts to butts. <laughs> That's how they would just, just like this, stacked up. So I go Nuts up to, to see where my food is. They don't know where my food is. And they're saying... It's going to be about 15, 20 minutes before your food is ready. All right, fine. I end up waiting there for an hour. And I was going to cancel the order. But the line was so long that I couldn't even get back to the front to cancel the order. And nobody was answering the phone. So it was just awful. So I get back home. I didn't get home too late. It's probably 8.15 that I get back home. Yeah. It's like 8.15, 8.30. Yeah. So... We missed dinner. We did miss dinner. you could have still <laughs> planned. We could have still watched the movie. We could have still played games. We could have still did something. We could have, but see. So the we eat. Go ahead. And you're like, damn, I'm sleepy. And I just looked at you and I said, well, shit, so much for date night. So date night didn't happen. And so I sat though. on the couch and I watched the rest of All American by myself. You I saw didn't the whole thing? On, yes, I finished Ooh, the season without you. She cheated on me. She cheated on because me. Because Every time you, you finish a show, and let me tell you, hold on, hold on. Every time you finish a show without your, um, that you started to watch with your significant other, with your partner, every time you do that, you're cheating on somebody. So listen, if you go and you watch a show... Without your significant other, you'll cheat on them too. Don't never let nobody tell you differently either. You'll cheat on me. That's what you just showed me right now. That doesn't mean anything. You're nothing but a liar, a cheater, a deceiver, heartbreaker. Come on, somebody. You'll cheat on me. That's I think I what you're know. doing is making excuses for the shitty date that you planned. But guess what, though? I'm that didn't happen. It. I'm going to make up for it. You know what I mean? I'm going to go ahead and make up for it. I'm going um, to plan the thing, the dinner. I got my... It was a... Stir fry meal. It taught me how to cut vegetables and everything. I was about to get in my stir fry bag, and then after I got in my bag, I was gonna get in her bag as well. It wasn't. Uh, I came home because every time I leave the house now, as soon as I come home, I strip all my clothes, put them in the in the laundry room, and I go take a shower. I get at the shower, I put on my lace panties, and he sleep. Knocked out. He sleep. Sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Sometimes so, you gotta do what you got, but guess what? It won't happen again. He didn't again. see no lace panties. It won't happen again. I was and that was good lace panties too. But cheeks out all that. Come on, now give it up for India one time. I'm sorry, man. So, I, I, I messed up. I did. Sometimes I messed up. But you know what she could have did? He, wake me up! Come no, on, man! Wait, you no. could have woke me up. What you Everybody, did. listen, guys. No, we all like did. to be awakened sometimes. So you could have woke me up. Why Come on now. Come on, you man. Up? I gotta 
wake you up all the time. You Man, always sleep. On. Let's talk Fair. about something. Hold you on. always sleep. What when you is... did, just admit, you fun with the booty. That's I, it. I fun with the booty, but when the last <laughs> <laughs> when the last time I've been waking up anyway? <laughs> up, up, closed mouth, don't get fed, and be loved, don't get head. Believe that. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> Ain't that the truth? All right, so listen. We enough of our personal <laughs> endeavors. We don't want to get too deep into things that we like to talk about. Uh, we want to go ahead and get in. Well, he is risen. I wish he would rise. We're going to go ahead and bring on our special guest. Oh, my mama not still on here. I hope you are, Miss Blake. <laughs> Teach your daughter some stuff. You got three kids. I know what you were doing. <laughs> no. My bad. No, because if it was your mama on there, you wouldn't be you doing right all now. of that. You wouldn't be doing all of that if Miss Newsom was on there. I told her she you could come. Stop. I told her she could. Let, let, me, let me tell you about my mom. <laughs> We're going to talk about that in a second. I, I got something good to say about my mama, man. I got to tell her about how wonderful she is. All right, so check it out. I'm about to bring in our special guest. And like I told y'all earlier, if our sound starts to sound anything like Teddy Riley and Babyface just messed up my childhood, let me know because I'm disappointed. Let's bring my special guest in real fast and get into my bag real fast. Come on! Because I need some mental stability because I'm unstable sometimes. I can be a little bit unstable. India, can I be unstable? Mm-hmm. Oh, can we tell everybody well, what you're you telling? Oh, you don't ever need therapy. Wait, who it is. Give it up one time. <laughs> Hi, Lily. <laughs> hey. Dr. Okay. Lily. Dr. Lily. So, on, before we start, give us a thumbs up to make sure that you can hear all parties on this live. I want to make sure that they can hear you. If you can hear us, let me know you can hear yeah. us. If you can't hear us, you need to come closer and get near us. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm ready. Hope it's no echo. <laughs> I hope it's no echo. I see a thumbs up. All I need to see is one. Okay. Yes, Lily, I love hey, girl, you are week. you are beats. You understand me, Queen? <laughs> she girl, did. She got five for the live. Hey, <laughs> I love your spiritual. <laughs> I love your spiritual essence in the background, girl. Love the hair is flowing and going. Now listen, I forgot to play my drop. So every time we have a guest on, we have to do this now. So let me go ahead and get into my bag. See you night, Icebreaker. Get to know the best guest. Yes, sir. It's my new thing. It's my new thing. Every time we have a special guest. Now, uh, we have to introduce our guest. So before we do that, matter of fact, let me back up. Um, I'm going to let you introduce yourself, Dr. Lee. Tell the people who you are, please, ma'am. I am Angelia Lomax. I'm the founder of Nurturing Black Minds. I'm the CEO of MBM Consulting. Um, I'm a soon-to-be PhD. I'm working on my dissertation now. <laughs> Come on, PhD. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I'm a mental health educator. I, I mean, therapist is easier to say. It's a more common term, but I consider myself a mental health educator. And I need mentally healthy education because you know me. I'm off the wall. You know my vibes. We've we, we been knowing each other for a long time, so you know the vibrations. Ain't nothing changed. Now, listen, so I got to play my game, so let me get right into it. My first question would be, this is all about a fun game. All I got is two questions, so let's open it up. Um, Right now, what is the one thing that you realize during the quarantine that you cannot live without? The one thing beside your cell phone and your TV. What's the one thing you can't live without? Ha! 
Um. Mm-hmm. I got you. I stumped you. <laughs> it's how it's, I roll like that. Stump people. Um. I'm gonna ask you too. A routine. Too. A routine. Does it have to be a tangible thing. Ah, it can be no whatever you want it to be. Oh uh, yeah, no, a routine. So you figured you figured out you can live without a routine. Why you said it? Like you have to have a routine to get your day going or something? I have to have some type of order. I have to have some type of checklist of what I need to accomplish because otherwise I won't get anything done. Oh damn. Look at that. Look at that. I and like that's, that. That's for your mental health, right? Yeah, because if at the end of the night I lay down and then I all of a sudden remember 25 things I was supposed to do that day, now I'm stressed out, I can't sleep, it's just bad. It's over with. It's over with. <laughs> India, I asked you the same question. What is one thing? Y'all tell me too in the comments. I want to ask y'all too, besides y'all cell phone, what is the one, and the TV, what is the one thing you realize that you can't live without during the quarantine? Let me know. India, what you got for me? Um. The one thing you cannot live without during this quarantine. During this quarantine. Yep. I mean, I would hate to piggyback off of Lily. Oh my God. Cook me original. No, no, no. The reason why I say that, the reason why I say that is because my laptop. Besides your computer too, then we I knew I know who said that one. <laughs> since since the quarantine has started, Working I now out. have a routine. I didn't have one before this mm-hmm. period of time. And so I think you can even agree that. When I don't get up and I don't have my time to myself to get my mind right before I start my day. The house was destroyed. Sex. I love it. Smoothies. I love it. Quality time with loved ones. That's a good one. I Mm. I would say my journal. My journal. That's what what it is. My journal is something that I I really need during this time. All right. You're doing a gratefulness journal, right? Mm Mm-hmm. A a gratitude journal? Yeah. Well, I I actually have... I'm, I, see you, <laughs> I just um. had a third one come in, so I, I now I have three journals. Okay, one I do in the morning. That's my gratitude journal. Mm-hmm. So I, it's, I wake up first thing I do is I I thank God for ten things. Well, five to ten things that I'm grateful for. Hallelujah! And then I have a prayer journal. Thank you, Jesus. And my prayer journal. I, that's one. I, like if it's something huge. that's like really heavy on my heart that I feel like I need to pray mm-hmm. about. Then mm-hmm. I write in my prayer journal. Okay. And then I got a spiritual energy reading done <laughs> recently uh, okay. from Kenya. Happy Truths. Shout out. And it was actually amazing. It was amazing. And so I've recently started looking into like chakras and all of that stuff. And so I now have a chakra journal what is a chakra i thought of, i know silk the shocker but so, i don't know what a chakra I'm, is uh, i'm My writing a gym. lot i'm writing a lot these days you, you need to write a book then you need to write a book then. you need to write a book um so me personally i like that y'all said all that like well thought out answers and hey i love all of those answers but me personally i realized that i cannot live without silk almond milk the vanilla kind man listen i go through about a carton every two days and i need it so like during yeah. the quarantine i didn't realize how much milk i drank you know milk does the body mm-hmm. good so yeah i realized that damn i need milk to survive you know you what I'm saying? You need almond milk. Right. You don't need uh, dairy don't, milk. Yeah, I mean, milk is milk, right? No, it's not. Mm. You, you, do, mm. do, do you drink um, um, whole yeah, milk, Dr. Lily? No, I drink, I drink silk almond, almond milk. I'm sweet vanilla, though, because it got like 30 less calories. I need that. Yeah. See, I'm trying to get big, so I try to get all the calories I can get, so I get the super sweetened kind. That's what I try to get. Now, my last question would be, <laughs> this is an easy one for you. I'm going to kind of 
softball right now. Um, if you can wake up tomorrow and become an expert in anything, in any field, what would it be? I know what you're about to say, but go ahead. Black mental health. I knew it. Give it up. <laughs> black, but specifically I'm, black I'm mental health. I'm creeping on up there. Huh? Yes, black mental health. Okay. I'm creeping on up there. I'm, I, I'm not an expert yet, but that's that's my professional goal. That's all right. You know, I, I feel like you're, you're right on the way. You're well on the way to becoming that. Well on the way. India, yeah. what about you, sis? Come on. I think there's a lot of things. I said one. My God, I don't think I can choose. I don't feel like I can choose because right now I feel like there's a lot of things that I really love right now. Just pick one, please. So mm-hmm. you gotta love one more than you gotta love. Oh, you gotta pick one. Well, yeah, no, I don't feel like tomorrow. I love one more than the other. Like say for instance, I love talk. I love the podcast and I love talking about relationships. So I like the Billy Dick. If I could talk about, <laughs> if I could be a relationship expert, then I, w- I would do that. And then on, on the flip mm-hmm. side, I love my boutique right now. And I, if I could be like an expert entrepreneur right now and have like all of these stores, not thinking about the pandemic. But if I could have like all of these stores, then I'd be an expert in mm-hmm. that. I, I don't, I, I yeah. love everything that I'm doing right now. But me personally, I just be expert podcaster, period. It ain't nothing to it but to do it. All right, there it is. So thank you, Dr. Lee for letting us do that with you this evening. That's all we really wanted. We can get off the live and I'm just playing. Now, let's go ahead and get into it. So <laughs> during the week, let's go ahead and get into the topics. You know what I mean? Chill. Let's talk on the podcast. We, I, for sure. I need to be an expert potty trainer like yesterday because that shit is horrible. Um, all right. So listen. We want to talk about mental health, the stigmas around it, and everything surrounding mental health, uh, specifically black mental health. So I'm going to start off like this because recently, um, I think it was Thursday or Friday, I just reading articles and it says something about how coronavirus is um, now really affecting the black community. So um, I wanted to know, like, after all this is done... Where do you see people's mental health going and what do you think about, especially like I said, people of color? How do you feel like that's going to affect us moving forward, like throughout this coronavirus, seeing our family members die, not having the vaccines that we need, not being able to have the um, appropriate health care? How do you feel about that? Um, I feel like people are going to have, it's going to be a wide range of different emotions. Just like, I mean, we're black, but we're not a monolith. We still are each, we still are individuals at the end of the day. So people are going to experience it different. People who made it through or survived coronavirus 2019, you know, 2020, they're going to have one type of attitude, like a... Like a victorious, like, ah, I made it. Some people who lost people are going to have a completely, you know, different memory of the experience of it. People who lost their job, it's going to be so widespread. Like, the effects are going to be so different. Um, And, Brianna? I just thought you read it coming. I'm sorry to hear that about you. I just, oh, I'm glad you're all right. Um, As far as mental health, I think it's, the good thing is that the stigma is kind of decreased. And so more of us are going to see therapists, more of us feel more open, you know, talking about it, sharing it, it's becoming more normalized. So I think, I know people say, oh, black people don't go to therapy, but it's like, let's, let's update the stats a little bit. Let's, (laughs) you know, update your thinking. We do go to therapy. Yeah. Um, There are a lot of black, a, a good number of black therapists. 
So it's okay. like if we keep spreading a the narrative, then they won't, you know, people won't use the services and people won't go. So let's change that because people are coming. I had I had I've had a lot of black clients. Most of my clients have been black. That's what's up. Um, That's what's up. So I start therapy on Friday. <laughs> She did. She got her oh, there. Yeah. Next Friday, I start therapy. And it's a black That's woman. Let me tell you. Well, it's it's going to be my first time going to therapy by myself. Because Baird and I have been to therapy we're together. We're going to talk about that. I'm going to tell you this why. This will be the first time me going by myself. I'm and a, I feel like in order to... Okay. I feel like in order to thrive in a relationship, it's important to work through your own individual... Sure. Shit. Mm-hmm. For sure. We're going to talk Everybody about that too. Shit <laughs> that they need to work yeah, through. everybody. Like... To be in any type of relationship, which means to be any kind of person, you should probably work on your shit. Damn, so a lot of people got there, but not. I want to talk about that too because you said it's not a stigma and I agree like I feel like the more and more people talk about it um, the more we can kind of break the negative connotation about going to therapy because mm-hmm. us black like if I go tell my mom, hey, mom I'm going to therapy she'll probably be like you're going to therapy boy ain't nothing wrong with you let's just get, get on your knees son put that old holy oil yeah. on you just pray it away but you know that's not always the case and I feel like mm-hmm. it is now why it's not a negative stigma probably for women, I do feel like it may be a little bit more tough for guys to begin to go to therapy. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how you feel about that. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I don't know. I feel like that. All right. If I'm wrong, y'all let me know. I know y'all gonna let me know anyway. But I do feel like that as a man, when we, if I go to India and I tell her, hey, I need, I need to go to therapy, and I, I got all these problems. I feel like a lot of men, not me, I'm comfortable. But I feel like a lot of men may see that as a weakness as a sign of weakness because hey there's something mentally wrong with me that i can't fix myself so i need Mm -hmm. to go talk to somebody and a lot of people don't really want to go into that i think that yeah i I feel like that stems from how black men were raised and black men a lot of black men just don't know how to express themselves so i don't they have a hard time expressing themselves in their relationships with their families and I can't see it being any different with a therapist although that's why you should get a therapist because or I think you should get a therapist because that person doesn't know you and Mm -hmm. there's no judgment and I feel like that's why men have such a or black men have such a hard time it's fear of judgment Mm -hmm. go ahead I'm sorry Lee go ahead no, you go ahead. No, see, I feel like sometimes, too, it's kind of tough for us to open up to people who don't know us. Because what I'm looking at it from a wide, wide um, perspective, a wide lens. But what if I'm going to somebody who doesn't know me, who doesn't come from where I come from? What are they going to tell me about me? You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm looking at it like that. And I'm like, dude, I don't really want to talk to this person right now. Like, I, I would rather talk yeah. to the homies. That's why a lot of men, it's going to sound crazy, too. A lot of men, the, the, the barber is your therapist. Man, you sit at the barbershop yeah. and you unload on him. Pause. That you sit relatable. at the barbershop, you just tell him everything you need to tell him. <laughs> I'm letting you know yeah. I'm having X, Y, Z problems. And I feel like that's when we get it out. Yeah, I mean, I've had a few because I provide linkage services for people who are looking for a therapist. And so the black men that have contacted me because I asked a question like, what do you want? What type of therapist are you looking for? They all want older black men. Mm. And so what that sounds like to me 
is that there is some sense of guidance or father figure that they are looking for. However, and this is for everybody. I know black people want to go to black therapists because they can relate and they know yeah. my experiences. That can be a very slippery slope. Uh-oh. Because if you over-identify with the therapist, then you're looking for them to agree, for them to affirm you. And they may not do that because just because y'all are, you know, the same doesn't mean that y'all experiences are, right? And that's not their job. Right. So we want to be careful about looking for somebody because they're relatable, because you may over identify what you're looking for in a therapist is somebody who you can build trust with, who you feel comfortable sharing with and who can help you with your shit. That's what you need. You don't need somebody who's had the same. You don't necessarily or always need somebody who's had the same experiences because y'all are not chit chatting and exchanging stories. You're trying to dig deep and do some healing. So I, I just want us to be as we're, you know, Going to therapy, definitely support, you know, our brothers and sisters in their business. But if you go to a black therapist and it's not working, mm-hmm. don't be afraid to say, this, ain't this for is me. not working. I need <laughs> to find another therapist. Girl, <laughs> like, you preach it. Okay. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. that. She did. She said a word. Yeah, right yeah there. That, that was a message. I hit the horn. That was a, you said a mouthful. You said a mouthful. Yes, transparency. Maya, Maya's on here. She's my senior researcher. She's been with me with Nurturing Black Minds from the beginning. And so I don't do Nurturing Shots Black Maya. Minds by myself. That's why my posts say we and our because Maya has been there with me from the beginning. And she does research and we talk about our findings. We present together and all of that. She's on here now. Shout out to Maya. We'll 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 so tag team. Maya, we can do three-way on live, girl. We a three-way you in, but unfortunately, ain't no three-way on this. I call you on the cell phone, though. <laughs> I'm not talking about it. All right, but I do have a question. So with all that being yeah. said, as a uh, as a person in general, how do we know when we need a therapist? Like, what does it look like? Like, I'm walking around every day. I feel like I'm sane. I feel like I'm mm-hmm. healthy. My body feels mm-hmm. good. How? the hell do mm-hmm. I know I need a therapist? Talk to me. You do. You do. <laughs> immediately. As soon as you say I'm a person, you need a therapy at that point. Ooh, Everybody can benefit from therapy. It doesn't, it's not like, I think we like we've digressed from like, oh, I don't want to go, you know, tell my business to this person or therapy is for crazy people. I think we're more now like it's not serious enough for me to go to therapy. It doesn't have to be serious. It doesn't have to wait. You know, you don't have to wait until the situation is exacerbated. Like, you go, as soon as that thought comes to your mind, that's when you go. Mm. If the thought hasn't come to your mind, that's when you go. Like, everybody. I've been to therapy. Literally, everybody has something to talk about, to work through, to work on. It's so many different types of therapy and reasons and theories. And if you go, you may feel fine. You you are (laughs) fine. You're okay. (laughs) But once you get in there and start talking, something come up. Like an onion. You're going to start peeling them layers back. Or like a sexy girl. (laughs) Just start taking the clothes off. I I think that's part of it too. People don't want to go because they know things are going to come up. But it's like the more you leave those things suppressed or repressed whichever one they're still manifesting in your behaviors your thoughts your emotions anyway so you may as well go ahead and face those things head on some things are less severe than others obviously but that doesn't mean that it's not worth talking about now check this out then so i'm gonna switch i'm gonna flip it i'm gonna flip that on his head let me say this i gotta flip it on his head it go right into it go it lines up perfectly now what if india notices something in me how would she come <laughs> tell me to bear? Listen, baby, man, you got mental health issues and you need to talk to somebody. And I want you to talk to somebody. 
How can mm-hmm. you tell me that without hurting my feelings? Because automatically, if she were to come to me and say something like that, it's a switch. I'm gonna be like, I don't, I don't need no mental. You need, you need to get a divorce. I'm straight. I don't need no mental health. But I told you that. Huh. I, I've told you yeah, that I'm, before, and you didn't get offended. I, I'm saying not me. I mean, obviously, you didn't take the advice. But. I'm different. I'm talking about <laughs> everybody else. I'm not just helping me. I'm helping everybody. Somebody else may need to hear this. So, how would somebody approach their significant other and tell them that, hey, honey? It might be a good sign for us to talk to somebody because I see things in you that you don't see. That right, that was that was fine right there, but I think the the reaction is more so <laughs> based on the thought process about their. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so it's more like, why would you respond that way? Why are you so defensive about it? It's because of your idea of therapy, right? Bingo. So we have to get all the way to the to the root of it and and change that, so that when people say that, we recognize it's like you know we don't don't automatically just go because somebody told you to, but at least that's a conversation you can have. Like, oh, okay, well, what's What's standing out for you? Like, why why are you saying it? Okay. You know? What were you about to say? I mean, I had to say that. No, I was just going to respond to the question. You said, how do I know that I need therapy? Right. And so, granted, I haven't started yet. Like I said, my appointment is next or it's coming up Friday. Mm -hmm. But lately, I've been asking myself questions, right? So, Mm -hmm. I have a very short fuse. Lord have mercy. Fuse shorter than a... Tag heads hair. Fuse shorter than a two-day weekend. Fuse shorter than a... I can't say the N-word. Fuse shorter than a little person. Go ahead. Are you done? I'm done. <laughs> I can keep going. Anyways, so I just started asking myself like a bunch of questions. Like, why do you get so upset with this? Why does mm-hmm. this kind of stuff bother you? And I don't think we realize that the way that we react to things is because of the way we were raised. So the things that I get upset about... Would I have ever been upset about these things had I not seen my parents upset about these things? Mm-hmm. Because in a grand scheme of things, like after I sit and think about it, I'm like, that really wasn't that big of a deal for me for me to be that upset about it. Mm-hmm. And so I think that we all need to think about our childhoods because we might think we have the best parents in the world. Love them. And love we, them. We, we, we can love our parents. We we like and think so highly of them, but we also have to come to terms that with the fact that they raised us the way that they knew how, and mm. our grandparents right. raised them the way that they knew how, mm. and mm-hmm. there's so many, so much. I feel like generational trauma in our families trauma that we've just grown accustomed to, that we're just used to, and we think is okay. And so I think yeah. that when you start questioning. Like, why am I so pissed off about this? Yeah. I think that's mm-hmm. that's that's what made me be like, okay, maybe I need to go talk to somebody. Because I, I really want to know. Like, why does this bother yeah. me so badly? Hey, it's sometimes stuff that it, it bothers you in the way you do and say things that hurts my feelings. And I'm always, like, kind of self-aware that I need to move out of your way because you can get on a rampage sometimes. And I, I'm aware of that as well. So I try to give you your space as well because I do know. I do need space. You, you right. Do. I know. You I, right. I know you right. I do. I know the vibes. And sometimes, like, I don't, I don't even want to argue. I don't even want to go down the path of arguing because... When she gets like that, I'm pretty cool, calm, and collected. I would rather let her go ahead and do her thing than to go ahead and argue about who's right and who's mm-hmm. wrong. Like, whatever, man. Shit, you got it. I'm going to take yeah. the L, and I'm going to go do what I got to do. I would rather go ahead and, quote, unquote, lose that than to sit up here and argue with her about a nothing all day because she's going to be mad regardless. Regardless of what I say, hold a grudge like this. 
She gonna hold a grudge. So, I am yeah. a little grudgy. A lot of grudgy. You are. And, grudge. and that, that's with that's with anybody. Like anybody. Like if if that, if I feel like I'm upset about something, I I can be very grudgy, and and that's also mm-hmm. something that I'm trying to work out of. You are. And the so grudge. when I decided to do therapy, the the lady asked me like why I wanted to come. And I just told her, I was like, mm-hmm. I feel like I have some some things that I learned in my childhood that's spilling over into my present. And I don't mm-hmm. like the way it's showing up in my Capricorn. relationships. Yes, it is. And see, and, and yeah. I don't and I and I never want to push her to the edge to where she thinks that I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying, like criticize or talk about it. I just recognize that man, the way you be talking, man, you seem like you hate me sometimes. I be scared. You know what I'm saying? Are like, you joking right no, now? No, for real, I get nervous. Oh, I got right Dr. Lily on here to help me. Help me. <laughs> also, Dr. Lily. <laughs> here we go. Open it up. Therapize me. I think that Sheesh. this is why what what has always frustrated me so badly about him is because I can say, okay, I need to work on this. I do. Like, but him, he's perfect. I, I I told him like I used to I used to call him perfect Betty all the time. Barry can't make no mistakes. Barry can't realize when he has made a mistake. Barry doesn't think he needs to work on it. anything from his childhood. He thinks that the way he was raised is one hundred percent correct, and it's not. All you gotta do is go in there, Red Bull. That's it. <laughs> well, you know, when you go to therapy, the therapist typically, you know, the therapist has their approach. To mental health. Okay. Y'all, you know, everybody's an individual, so what y'all need looks different. So to India's point, childhood is very important to, you know, impact how we behave, how we think. And then, I mean, there's more of a psychodynamic. So like just a little bit of theory, that's more of a psychodynamic approach, right? Freud, y'all know Freud. That's more of that, right? Okay. Let's just say... You come to me, I'm not very much a psychodynamic therapist, right? I'm more, somebody may be more existentialism. So it's like, what meaning is this to the bigger, you know, to the bigger world? What does this mean to my identity? So for your example, I'm getting, you know, upset about things that don't seem to be a big deal. Why? What what does that mean about who I am? What is that? Mm. Why am I getting upset? What is it saying? What is it challenging in my identity that's making me react this way? So... I just want, like, people will have different approaches when you go to therapy. Everybody's not going to go for the, hey, let's go through your childhood and see what did this and all of that. Right. Some people, you know, there's so many different theories, so many different approaches that can be beneficial. So, yeah, they may get into that. But when it comes to, like, treatment and decreasing symptoms and things like that, that may not be the that may not be the best to mm-hmm. alleviate the symptoms, but when we start getting to the root, then yeah, we may go into some of those things. But if you coming in, you depressed, you want to stop being depressed. I don't have time to really talk about, <laughs> you know, the root cause in the first session. I kind of need nah. some, some coping need skills to like through. get back next week. Yeah, right. right. So, yeah, is so that's there like why a, it takes time too. Is there like a flip side to the question where it's like, Maybe you should go to therapy if nothing bothers you. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking about me. Yeah, if you had... <laughs> um, <laughs> talking about me like this. If you have, like, no affect, if you come in and you have no affect or flat affect, that means that you are telling me something that should be scary and you're not, or, you know, you're not showing any emotion or you tell me something that's really sad but you're showing no emotion, then... Yes, we also need to work through what that may mean too, you know, depending on, again, what type of therapist you're going to and what their approach is. It's they crazy. should also tell, it's, 
good practice for them to tell you in the first session what kind of like approach they're taking so you you know you know like in my you know in the informed consent that you sign before yeah. you sign yeah, 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 there yeah. It, it typically states i take this type of approach i'm so existential or oh, i'm time. fraud I'm with you, girl. I've been listening. You put me on game. Don't think I ain't soaking up the game. I soak yeah. the game up. I need so the game. Says I'm existential because I want to know, like, what is your purpose? How are you identifying? What is this saying about your identity? What type of fear is this bringing up about death and life? And how does right. this, you know, impact the world on a bigger scale for you? All right. Well, like, what meaning do you make? I'm on. I'm gonna switch it again on you. I'm gonna flip. I'm gonna turn the tables again on. It's just we turning tables. Like right. now, listen. <laughs> we uh we went to a therapy session together, and it was good. I'm not gonna lie. It was it was it was a good therapy session. With that being said, um, the reason Ashley, my best friend, she's on here somewhere. She may have went to sleep. She be getting sometimes. She may have went to sleep. Um, now she's on here. She asked me the other day. She said. Mm, why don't you want to go to therapy with India? And I say, I don't want to answer it right now because I want to wait to talk to Dr. Lee and tell her and tell her India why I wouldn't like to go to therapy again. I mean, I would like to go back to therapy again, but one of the main reasons why I feel like that um, I don't want to go to therapy. I don't, not, not that I don't want to go, but one of the main reasons why I'm hesitant on going back to couples therapy is because when we went to therapy, I feel like it was difficult for me to tell the therapist what was going on, like what kind of, um, what was bothering me in a relationship or what was going on in a relationship without it spilling over outside of the therapist's room because what happens is once I lay it out all on the line I lay it out tell the therapist everything pour out my heart and then we talking so then we get out of therapy and he look at me like mm. so I ain't know the dishes bothered you that much bother you enough to bring it up in therapy like I don't want to hear all that you know what I'm saying like I don't need all that I told the therapist how I felt and now I gotta hear about you after this so that's another thing you're saying that based off an assumption no nah, I'm that's saying an that based a, off that, that's an assumption but you can answer, Lily. <laughs> um, so that would be something that y'all would have to talk about. I don't think that's I don't think that's good practice. If y'all are in couples therapy, then if you have something See? to say about Kale, what's Kale. said in therapy, you probably should that, because that's the point so that you can say it with a third party, an objective party. Right. So, you know, I unless the therapist gives you like homework, yeah. I wouldn't recommend kind of feeling that over but those are some boundaries that you have to that i would recommend couple setting before they go like when we go mm -hmm. i feel comfortable doing this with the therapist i uh -huh. want to have these conversations absent from the therapist so that's a boundary and an agreement y'all have to come to in y'all's relationship but see no matter how much we come to that agreement like i said a minute ago i know my wife no matter what it so let's say, for instance, let's let's I all. Feel hold like, I feel like you're sounding like the one who needs therapy. You keep making all of these excuses. You don't know how I'm gonna react. We uh, haven't been to therapy in two years. Within two years, I know what happened. Uh, so <laughs> as soon as we got out of that session for that two years, she looked me dead in my face and said, mm, "Are you going to change now?" I'm like, "Damn! I just got it was five minutes ago. Give me time." Mm. Did you hear what she said? Mm. Do you know what you need to work on? I'm like, yes, I got it. Like, but can you give me a little breather? So at that point, I'm like, I don't even want to deal with this shit again. It's like, <laughs> like golly, I got her, her breathing down my neck. 
A lady that don't know me trying to tell me what to do. I don't need to go back. I'm she cool. She's not trying to tell you what to do. She's giving you suggestions. I understand. I suggest her to tell this shit to somebody else because I ain't want to hear it no more. <laughs> this is the person who said that he would go to therapy. I would go. Do you hear how he sounded? Listen, listen. I don't mind going, but at the same time, if I if I'm going to therapy, I need I need a uh, um therapist patient confidentiality. I need what stays in the therapy room between us and the therapist to stay. In it. Matter of fact, I tell you like this: it was a um it was an episode on Ozark. If y'all watch Ozark, y'all know the vibes. <laughs> it was an episode on Ozark. Same thing happened. Every time they left the therapist, well, they were paying the therapist off to say what they want to say, but it's neither here nor there. But every time they left the therapist, I felt like that the problems they had because they lifted up to the surface now. Now everything is surface level. It's not buried down inside. It's easier to go and attack those issues when you get home. And that's why I'd be like, man, I don't, do I want to deal with that? Speak on it. So I would, I would hope and I can't speak for any other therapist, but I will hope that as y'all are talking about this thing, these situations, they are also giving y'all tools for better ways to communicate these things. And so what I used to do when I was seeing couples is I would make sure, I would leave time. So if the session is 50, 50 minutes, then I would stop at like 40, just to okay. make sure we wrap up. Everybody has said what they have to say about this topic. And so that now we're at like a stopping point until we come back. Because I, I saw somebody say, um, you can't just turn out feelings. So yes, when somebody brings, you know, something up and you may feel a certain way about it, you're not just going to act like you didn't hear it. It's, it is still going to affect us. We are, we are humans. Right but on. again, I would hope that the therapist is giving y'all tools to, uh, for how to deal with these things when you're not there. Lily, I'm gonna be honest with you. Very full of crap. We went to, to we went to, to that session. You know once. I, you know me. Well, listen, we went to that session once two years ago. It was good. It was a good session. We didn't go back because the session was 180 a session, and he was <laughs> like, "I'm not paying for this." Because and that, but I Therapy told done. and I, I was like, "Okay, why? well, Barry." You find somebody that you feel comfortable going, I'm going to right? Kelly therapist. That's in Kelly, the, let me know your the price therapist. range that you want to pay, and then we'll yeah. go back. Reality, hey, man, look back health into health a therapist, huh? Did y'all have health insurance? Were yeah, y'all, using, y'all were using health insurance. Hell you no. she, didn't she, health, didn't take, she didn't take health. She didn't take insurance. She wanted cold hard cash. One eighty. One eighty. She she didn't. Yep, um, or your EAP. Yep. No, this lady did. Oh, okay. I don't know what EAP well, yeah, that's, is. I mean, that's the beauty. When they say that therapists are rich, those those self-paid therapists, people who don't take insurance, you got to pay whatever price they set. That's what you got to pay. Those are the rich therapists. We, the, uh, the, the rest of us do it from the heart. Ah, so yeah. Mm, I, well, I need to find somebody okay. doing it from the heart and soul. I need okay. to, yeah, because I can't afford that. Y'all talking about EAP. This lady wanted C-R-E-A-M, cream. Cash rules everything around me. 180. Yeah, Get the hell out. Now, granted, go through your um health insurance the same way you call. Well, I call the same way you call and say, "Hey, I'm looking for a primary care physician in network," and they send you a list. You can call and say, "Hey, I'm looking for." Some people call it behavioral health. Some people you can say mental health therapy or counseling in network, and they should be able able to provide you with all of the service providers who are mm. in network. So you have like a twenty dollar, twenty five, maybe thirty dollar copay, and you I go need that. Day. 
Because 180 was a killer. I'm like, 180? This is still, I need to listen. No, it's a pandemic going on right now. My <laughs> it was not a pandemic two years ago. And I, I was I working was then too. I had a full-time yeah. job. So it, that, that's why we went. Like the, yeah. the situation was different. I wasn't a stay-at-home mom back then. So. Yeah. And listen, so yeah, now. I don't think. The EAPs are free. I don't, I don't think that you were as open to it as I needed you to be mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. then. I mean, I feel like I really was. Um, now, like if we go now, the dynamic has definitely changed to where back then the only thing I was concerned about was India not washing the dishes. I went, I tell y'all the honest to God truth. And the therapist said, so what's wrong with you? Like, like tell me what's going on in your relationship. I'm like, man, I think we're straight. She just don't wash the dishes. That's all I said. And That's I it. had like a laundry list And I was like, she's straight. Like, I just need the dishes that- washed were really upsetting me about him in the mm-hmm. relationship. And it wasn't even like on no petty dishes type of thing. These were like deep issues. And he was like, you see what well, I'm saying? Hold up, I hold just, up. You see what I'm saying? I'm just mad about the dishes. But like, check this out. But check this out. You see how you see how that petty dishes thing got kind of like swept under the rug? Okay, cool. It's petty to her. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna discount that is, see, you know, and that's why when we go to therapy, that's the kind of stuff that's gonna happen. I'm gonna say you how feel I like feel. Issues get minimized. Oh God. Dr. Lee. Yes, that's how I feel like when I bring up things, it's like because my, my things aren't like you know, Barrett needs to open up his mind and explore his inner peace and look at his soul and look at the mirror and the reflection and you see, how God, see how God look is coming out of you. Like, she, she you don't do. say, you, I need ain't to, really, you need to do some soul searching, but I ain't really got nothing like that. All you I want to go, I want to go in there and say, Listen, man, I want the dishes, you know, just if you wash this clean it up and then I'll be happy all the time or if you take off clothes put them in the dirty clothes I'll be happy all the time it's the only things I want to talk about but she gonna go in there talking about my head space my heart space and my soul and I, I just maybe wanna... because it's all connected though because the reason that the dishes are there's a reason that the dishes or the dirty clothes bother you other than it's just we are <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's like really happening like it, it, again what is what is it what is it bringing up for you is it I ain't, had, I ain't never had to wash the dishes back back when I was at home, but I will tell you this. So when I was at college in Womack, right? His mama washed all the dishes. They I'm not that, your mama. See what I'm saying? And it, and it, it traumatizes me. That makes me anxious. When I see dishes in the sink, I just get, I get like, I start shaking and I start talking real fast because I don't know how right. to react. So I'm trying right. to, I'm trying to express myself to her without upsetting right. her. But when I bring it up, Dr. Lily, I'm going to tell you like this. If a dish was in the sink, matter of fact, Today, it was some dishes in the sink. I said, boy, it's a lot of dishes in that damn sink. Like Mount Everest, I had one damn bowl all day. Her and Blake, these two people in my house run through 50 million dishes a day. And I'm like, all right, listen, man. All I ask is the dish. I thought about this, too. I said, Indy, it's a lot of dishes over there. Snapped. (laughs) Snapped. You don't know what I've been doing all day. I've been selling clothes. I've been taking pictures. I've been doing, I had to go take blame. I'm like, okay, I just said it was a lot of dishes. You know what I did? I walked off because I ain't want to deal. I played Monopoly. I played Monopoly because that makes me feel good. And I knew had I argued with her about those dishes, today would have been mm. great. It wouldn't have been no podcast tonight. If everything, I'm not doing a podcast with you. Don't cut on no camera. Don't talk to me for the rest of the day. I'm out. And she's <laughs> And that's the kind of stuff I got to deal with. Me, on the other hand, I just be cool. The fact of the matter 
is that you should go to therapy by yourself <laughs> <laughs> and then come back. I think that's a great idea. A separate, a separate therapist that's not the couple's therapist. All right, for yeah. all y'all talking about EAP, please send me a list of EAPs that's in my network the, because... No, hold on. <laughs> so the EAP... <laughs> I'm nervous. 180 so ain't going to is through your job. So you would contact Human Resources and ask who is your EAP. How would I say it, though? Because if I tell them that, what if the Human Resources think I'm crazy or something? Because, look, I'm black in my job. Again, and it, it's, it's like five black society. people that work in my job. This man need a therapist. That doesn't mean that's something that you're crazy because you want information for your EAP. It's okay. free. The EAP is free. Okay. So... If the cost was an issue, just if that was a thing, then you should get three to six sessions for free. So, but and employee the, yeah, I ain't know what EAP stood for. Somebody just said it employee <laughs> assistance program. I, but for real though, I feel like if I do go to my employee, they're gonna look at me like, oh, Barry's about to go AWOL, get him out of here. And you know, pandemic right now, they're laying people off left and right. So I think I might do it after the pandemic is over and tell them I need some EAPs. I need, I need <laughs> that's it. illegal. That's, a, that's illegal. For real? They can't, they can't fire you for using I'm black. They, they, they can do whatever they want to to me. You know how they think well, they can. I think you can make a pretty good case for it being convenient that they fire you after you inquire about the EAP. You ain't lying. There's going to be some money being made around here. Big old cars, <laughs> fancy rings, diamond rings. If you like those kind of things, Ooh, about to get paid. <laughs> So there let me some ask questions you this. Earlier. I was going to say, uh, there there are a lot of questions yeah. in here. Um, but look, I feel yeah. like this is probably going to end. Well, once we get to an hour, this is going to cut off, and then we're going to have to restart it. Okay. And then y'all will have to join back on. So save your questions oh, okay. for the second live and put them in the question box. So yes, the question box at the bottom. So we want to have y'all ask the questions, but we want to make sure we get them in the little <laughs> question yeah. box so we can go through them all. Um, Lily, so will you say no, nah, and it ended. Well, wow. My, I have another question. Um, how important do you think individual therapy is prior to being in a relationship? Um, cause I know a lot of people hop into relationships with all of these issues and these, in this baggage. And I feel like it's, it makes it very hard for the other person. <laughs> Yeah. But a lot of people don't go into relationships thinking that they need to be, I don't want to say fixed, but they don't go into relationships thinking that they have issues that they need to work on when a lot of a lot of people aren't ready to be in relationships before they hop into them. Right. Um, I think it's extremely important um, before you get into a relationship. The only thing is that it's some of those things, some things don't come up until you're in there the space. Is. So it's kind of hard, especially if maybe you haven't been in a serious relationship as an adult. Um, if you have, then you can maybe pick up on some things. But if you're, you know, trying to, and a marriage is a whole totally different type of relationship. So right even if you did individual therapy and then you were in a relationship and now you with somebody else and you think y'all might get married, then you still need to do individual again because marriage is, is a whole totally different thing. There it is. So... It's important to go, but like I said, it's some things that just won't come up until you're in the space and you don't, and you're not triggered to think of those things or those emotions don't come up. See, because I would know that I didn't like certain stuff had we not been, or I would know that I've 
did I do certain things had you not told me? You know what I mean? So, yeah, I yeah. feel like that we should probably go to individual therapy after we get married. So, because you, what you do is you bring out the best and the worst in me. You make me go crazy, but also you make me better like Neo and Fab. Timbo, you make me better. You make me better. But at the same time, you make me kind of crazy too. So we, you, you bring out both sides and we need that. You know what I mean? But um, I did see a question too. I don't know if it was earlier or not, but um, I think I may ask this. I'm going to ask it again. I wouldn't know I needed therapy on my own if I didn't talk to somebody. So how would I know by myself? Like you have to tell me, Barry, you need therapy. I wouldn't know. I that. mean, that's well, not the same case for me. I know how I, yeah. I I know my childhood, and I know I know the things that I've been through in my life, even after childhood, like the the things that I went through yeah. in high school, the things that I went through in college. Like yeah. I I know that I got some stuff I need to work on. I don't need nobody to tell me that. Yeah, the self self awareness is key. That's with anything mental health related with life because life is mental health, but. I digress. Um, self-awareness is key. So like India said, she started to notice that she was, you know, being angry about things. You have to self-reflect, self-evaluate to see those things in your in yourself. Okay. Well, listen, I, I'm just yeah. so glad, too, that it's a lot of people that are kind of championing therapy because I just I had like mm-hmm. man, I had no idea back back. At home, back in Mississippi, the homies, we don't know about therapy. Like, we ain't therapy. What's that? We finna go out here and talk to each other. We ain't, we ain't really on that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. not until I started to grow up, and then I started to talk to you, well affluent um, um, black individuals on this podcast, that I did realize that, hey, man, we all need a different source to kind of get this off of our chest and get this off of our minds. So, I appreciate all y'all. Yeah. So, what yeah. I think. Because I know you said that guys feel like each other, like, th- are their therapists. Like, the barber is their therapist. And I don't agree with that at all. Um, you may think that's your therapist because you're you're telling all of your issues. But a lot of times, those people aren't just listening. They're giving opinions. And the person that you're talking to is also messed up, probably. Right? So, but, I mean, you're hold not on. talking to somebody, not saying that you shouldn't talk to your friends and vent. Okay, come like, on you now. Know, you can definitely talk to your friends and vent, but th- it's not the same as going to a therapist. Yeah. Because it's <laughs> like, like your old friends, the people, like some of the people that you used to hang with. I used to say, there's no way that you can get advice from these people because look look, look at how they're living. She want to like, say well, some names so I bad. I don't want to say no names. She want to say some names say so no bad. Names. Lord have I mercy. I don't. I don't want to call nobody out because I'm looking at these comments and it's a lot of a lot of people in these comments that know the same people that we know. But I feel like your friends are very biased and they're not going to tell you the truth. Especially depending on the type of friends that you have. <laughs> I love my homies. I uh, mean, you you can love your homies, but all yeah. of your homies don't tell you the truth about yourself. I can think of one homie for sure that's gonna tell you about yourself. Chill, too much paparazzi. Relax, relax. Philip. Relax. Philip ain't letting nothing fly. But all of your friends are not like that. Look at charity. Charity probably like, yes, that's my boo. Uh, but <laughs> And it's not the same as a therapist. It's not. So, but, go ahead. Just to just to chime in because India mentioned like they're gonna they're gonna give you their opinion they're gonna give you advice. 
therapist, the therapist is not there to give you advice. That's like number one therapist rule. Do not give advice. That's absolutely not what we are here for. <laughs> I don't know. I just want to make sure I put Boom. that out there. Uh, we are here to challenge your thoughts, to help you go within, to figure out what's happening. You come up with your own solutions. We kind of guide you and coach you through that process. But everything, for me, everything you need is inside of you. My job is to help you work through it and pull out and do the work to get down to the root and what you think is the best for you because you're the expert on you. I may know mental health, but you're the expert on you. So all I can do is, is assist in the process. In a very healthy and objective way. Now I'm asking you. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say. Keep shooting. So I've been seeing a lot. I I don't want to say it's it's like the wave right now. There's a lot of people doing the work. Hell no. Don't let the Um, ride the wave. Doing the work, right? Um, Yeah. There's a lot of women trying to do the work, though. How you don't disrespect the male? Speaking of men, don't want to figure themselves out. We do. But I feel like there are a lot of tools to finding yourself that women use that men don't. Like, for instance, I, like I said, I've been journaling a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I got my mm-hmm. prayer journal. And then I also, you know, in one, of, in one of my other journals, like, I, that's when I ask those questions. Like, yeah. Like, the other day I wrote, I think something made me upset. And then I wrote down why. Why did mm-hmm. XYZ make you so angry today and then I just kept writing I just kept writing just kept writing right I feel like guys are not doing those same things yeah so how can guys do the work like how are men doing the work and even if there are men on here right now and you feel like you're on like a self journey how are you doing mm-hmm. the work? Because I know a lot of guys, they, they're, they're not journaling. They're not doing <laughs> what all these ways to do the work. I, the I don't question. feel like there are a lot of men doing the work. So what can guys okay. do? Like, what, what advice? Because I'm, I'm not. Well, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, I think that, yes, a lot of these things are being done by women. So journaling not a woman thing at all men can journal it can look however you want it to look you can free write if you're an artist you can write a poem if you feel like you may have some type of rap and spirit you can write a rap women can also do these things if they feel like that's the best way to express themselves mindfulness when men are working out they can also practice mindfulness while they're lifting weights just like Women may practice mindfulness whenever they're doing whatever they're, however they're working out. Men can do yoga. I think men have to take the initiative to do these things. And if it for whatever reason does not align with your masculinity, then it you can find a way. Women, not to make this a, a gender thing, but women have been finding a way to make things happen for a while. So we've had to change things and shift this to make it more feminine. We've had to add this to make it more ladylike. We've had to do all of these things. If the journal does not interest you because it's pink with flowers, get a spiral notebook. It's just like, <laughs> do it. Make it happen. <laughs> like, whatever you need to do. Composition notebook. You are <laughs> composition notebook. Whatever you need. I saw. Because you're important. 
I saw three comments. Um, Brittany said, I, I was looking at the comments. Brittany said that her husband joined the men's prayer group. And I liked it. That's a good idea. Then They're I saw good. Fabe. Fabe said that he meditates and he works out. I like that too, Fabe. They're That's good. great. But the best one I saw was um, Billy D. Phone. Billy D mm -hmm. said that um, men should take a mission trip with their homies to go out there and save the world. And I agree with that. We should go out there. Why are to, you um, on here playing? I'm just, Why I'm are you on here playing? I'm just telling the truth. Lily, go back to what you were saying. <laughs> also, it's, it's a lot of lack of reporting. So men may very well be doing the work. But to Barrett's earlier point, they may not yet feel comfortable sharing that, hey, I journaled this morning about what I'm grateful about. You know, okay. what I'm grateful for. Um, because that's been a lot. That's how, that's why a lot of our like statistics and stuff from like older psychological studies and stuff are wrong because it, as we know now, there it wasn't more women getting, you know, in domestic violence or interpersonal violence, ah. um, incident partner violence situation. It was more women reporting it. It wasn't, you know, more women getting sexually assaulted. It was more women reporting it. Yeah. So, yes. It's probably true that men aren't doing as much of the work as the way that we think of it, but it could also, and it could also be the fact that they are not sharing when they do. Um, I find that men don't post for the most part yeah. as women. So they may be doing some things and just not sharing it. That's, that's my naivete hope <laughs> seeping in that they are somewhere, you know, working on themselves and just not telling anybody yet. Yeah. Um, but I, to me, what, what I heard was an opportunity for me to come up with some more, you know, resources for men mm -hmm. um, so that they do kind of align with it or connect with it more to let them know like it is for you. There are a lot of black male therapists. I know I know quite a few. Um, I know a couple in Memphis. Well, y'all in Nashville, but I know, you know, <laughs> they're out there. Yeah. Um, I do know some in Nashville, too, but they're out there is the point. And so... <laughs> Sounds like we just I love need my to friends. I love my friends. Okay. You see that? Yep, <laughs> I love them. Um, nah, that was great. Now, I will, chill, chill, chill. Now, I will say that um, I do agree with that. Now, I'm going to switch gears again real, real, real fast and talk about like um, men, I do feel like are now opening up a little, a little bit more due to the fact that um, a lot of people are talking about it more in the forefront. Like, I'm going to say Charlemagne. I, I read Charlemagne's book, Shook One. It was a book. It was a good book. I enjoyed <laughs> Shook One. And also, um, when Nipsey released that book list, all those book lists, he's, um, he he released the sacred masculinity and all of that. Um, that was also, I'm reading that one now, audio books. I'm listening to it now. Uh, so, yeah, I feel like that books and doing the research and um, finding different ways to learn more about mental health and learn more about mindfulness as a man is good too because like I said growing up I just didn't know about therapy I just knew about hey if you felt like mm -hmm. you were anxious or you felt like you were depressed you couldn't tell your parents that because they would look at you like you were crazy and they would tell you mm -hmm. man we'll pray about it you better take your take your butt to the altar so um yeah we got to start being more vulnerable and letting it out yeah. but at the same time a lot of us men don't know how to be vulnerable. Like I told y'all last week, I almost cried. I did cry. Yeah. I cried watching 
Ozark two weeks ago. And I cried again watching All American. I cried again. And you know what? I did the same Listen, thing. All American is very, it's a very emotional show. I cried again. And I, I, didn't, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. And I just kind of put, I, I would say I was like a little kid. Like, can, can I, let me, let me ask you this. You said you were crying and you didn't know what to do. What what do you mean you didn't know what to do? I like with, about what with what to what what do you, what are you saying? Like I was crying and I like damn like I'm, I got my woman right here. Do I tell her that hey I'm crying because X Y Z or do I cry and just like sit there and just sit in my sorrow for a minute or do I cry and just go off somewhere and just just kind of think to myself like. Those are the type of emotions that sometimes men don't know how to deal with. And that's what I'm saying right there. But in that moment, because obviously I live with him and I, I know I knew why he was crying. <laughs> so he didn't have to tell me why he was crying. But I did ask, was he OK? And he was like, yeah, I'm fine. As he's wiping his tears. So I, w- I think I was sometimes fine, men just need a good cry. Like you just need to yeah. cry. <laughs> yeah, men need a good. We all, Everybody needs a good a good cry and that and that's a whole nother show but like semantics when people say i'm okay people's okay mean they mean a whole wide range of different things like somebody's okay can mean like i'm good but i still want you to rub my back somebody else's okay may mean don't say anything to me at all so because you know him you were able i'm i guess i hope maybe we're able to be whatever he needed or was looking for in that moment but that comes with knowing somebody and all of those types of things. Um, yeah. That was funny. I cry. Ask my wife. I'm still talking. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah. Uh, but see, the thing about it, see, see, you mentioned something. <laughs> like, when people say, I'm all right, it's the same thing with women. When y'all say, when I say, hey, Eddie, what's wrong? And she says nothing. Something is wrong. But I'm just going to let her say nothing until she's ready to let me know what's wrong. Or if I go to the store, <laughs> it was a tweet the other day. Say, if I go to the store and ask my woman, does she want something back? She's going to get mad at me if I don't bring her something back. So it's the same issue. When I say, I'm all right, I'm, am I really all right, or do I want you to like push more to see what you can do for me? I don't know. I'm I'm just confused right now. I really don't. So know. I would say I would say if if men don't want to use the term journaling, writing down like because you can keep that to yourself because some like you have like you say you have to do your individual work before you can bring it into a relationship. So when you do cry, maybe writing or typing or whatever it is, whatever it's gonna be like. What do I really want right now? Mm-hmm. And then write down the situation. And then something else is going to happen. Another show or whatever. What do I need right now? What do I want right now? Because those might be two different things. What am I getting? Like, what am I looking for? What, you know, write those things down. So then when you go back, you can say, oh, you can start to recognize patterns. So when this happens, I need this. When this happens, I need this. But you won't know that if you don't kind of jot those things down. Yeah. I just think I just need to do push-ups. Every time I get ready to cry, just bang out some push-ups, man. But I ain't going to start putting notes in my phone for real because um, there's there, it was. let me tell you, though, it was something that happened a long time ago. I was getting migraines, and then but I, I never knew what they came from, but I started to take notes. And once I started to take notes, the migraines, I figured out where they were coming from, and I don't have them. I have probably like one a month. <laughs> so probably if I do the same thing, with therapy or like with just my mental health, if I start writing down when yeah. I'm sad, what's happening, write it down in my notes. <laughs> Tell Andy, hey, yeah. right now I need you to just give me a kiss on the forehead. I need to know. 
Joe, I'm not writing a diary. See what I'm saying? See how my friends are? See, that that's my friend, though. You see what I'm saying? How my friend going to say that to me? That's my friend. He said keep a diary. It's one of the people I talk to every day. I talk to him every day. And look what he just did to me. I'm about to cry right now. Keep a diary. Boogie, hey, shout out to Boogie. See, he said writing diary. helps him, too. Writing helps me clear my head. Yeah. Because it's a release. So the more that you get practice, you have practice or practice talking about it, using the words, finding the words, because sometimes we just don't know the language. We don't know the words. We say we mad. That's not really the emotion we feel. And that's just the most convenient word we have. Um, so once you start practicing saying that with yourself and reflecting with yourself, then it becomes easier to explain to somebody else. Because if you go explain to her, she going to ask you what you mean. And you like, I don't know. And now it's a whole nother situation because it's like, what you mean you don't know? So what you talking about? So like sometimes we, some people have to like work on these things by themselves. So you figure out the language, you figure out how to articulate what you're feeling. And then you say, now I'm ready to share. But that's also a piece of the communication. Like, hey, I'm feeling something. I don't really know how to say it right now. So I'm not trying to like shut you out. I just don't know how to say it right now. But once I figure it out, I'll let you know, you know? Damn, that's so. good. That's deep too. That was good. Well, listen. I feel like this is a hell of a point to end on because I don't want to keep... We can talk about this shit all night. I don't want to keep keep too long. It's like 10.30 right now and I don't want to just go overboard with all this information. But like we did say... um. This is a great episode. This was some great advice, even though therapists don't give advice. They give you tools. Right. But this was great advice that we all need to help us with our mental health or to help us find mm -hmm. the right EAP that's in our network. Thank give it up. You. Thank you, Lily, for coming on. Thank you, Dr. Lily. You are great. Thank y'all um, for dealing with us. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We're gonna have you yeah, listen, no, we're gonna have you on again probably like after all this is over. And we're gonna talk some more about everything as well. Because this was a great, uh, very informative episode. Um, and I love it. I love this type of stuff. I hope that you guys out there appreciate Dr. Lee Lee as much as we did because we couldn't do that. We couldn't do what she does. So hell, we appreciate you so damn much right now. Thank y'all for having me. For sure. India, tell the people where they can find you. Stick around. India.marie. On Instagram, shop in the boutique. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because I'm just so tickled. Today has been a great day. Shop in the boutique. <laughs> That's it. Hey. Y'all know can... where to find me. <laughs> Dr. Lee Lee, tell the people where they can find you. Um, Y'all can find me at Nurturing Black Minds. And my personal page is Aleo underscore. Can't nobody spell that. How do you spell Aleo? A-L-A-I-Y-O. A-L-A-I-Y-O underscore. Make sure you follow my girl. It's been great. You can follow me and find me at BLOVE1911 on all social platforms. Be sure to always hit us up on She and I Podcast on Instagram. She and I Podcast at gmail.com. Shoot us a message. Let us know what y'all want to hear us talk about. Because listen, we come up with topics all the time. But we want to hear from y'all. Y'all are our core people on this IG Live. Let us know what we need to keep talking about. Uh, find me at a diary shop near you. I'm about to go pick up me a pink diary with hearts oh all God. over it, with B-Love at the top of the diary. It's been real. It's been fun. Shop Indie Boutique. Woo! Woo! Uh, uh, oh. 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 Oh.